Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. We're making a place, we're talking the game, get you to the days. We're high in the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All presentation, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, like working your faces. Grace at the field, so type the laces. All sports, all plays. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Easy Money, a sports betting show, Thursday, October 27th, 2022. Like a pretty good slate of games today. Got some NBA games tonight, of course, it's Thursday night football. Uh, World Series starts tomorrow, but tonight, uh, there's like five, in, five uh, NBA games, three college football games, and then you have the uh, Thursday night football as well. So, pretty good slate of games if you're a sports fan. Um, real quick, uh, joined by my dad, Tony Gonzalez. Uh, normal, how you doing, Dad? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, what do you think about this Thursday night football game? Ravens and the Bucks. Ravens and Bucks, and the, the Ravens are favored. Or no, excuse me, the Bucks are favored. I know they're at home, but the way they've been playing. Well, uh, I know. I know. But Baltimore's been struggling the fourth quarter of games as well. That's true, but the Bucs just ain't – I mean, they scored three three points last week. Uh, no, if no, I remember right, But Baltimore's they? been struggling the fourth quarter of games as well. That's true. Okay, there it sounds more. better. I think the Bucs only scored three points last week against what, the Carolina. Yeah, Carolina blew them so, out. I mean, Carolina, a team that really had been struggling. Uh, Baltimore looks like a, at times, to me, a possible – definitely a playoff team and, and definitely maybe even a, a – a team that can make it to the division finals or even further at times, not, not all the time. But uh, if the, I think if the, the main thing with them, I think it's the defense. I think if the defense plays well, I think they have a good chance to do well. Uh, I think because I think they've got enough offense, even though, like you said, they've struggled in the fourth quarter. But their de- how many times is their defense? Yeah, they, defense has collapsed in the fourth <clears throat> quarter as well. I mean, I know at least two games that they scored well over 28 points and they've ended up blowing the game defensively. If your if your offense can put up 28, 30 points a game, you shouldn't. But then, you yeah. win. but in the last couple of games though, it's been Lamar Jackson not playing good in the couple, fourth quarter. A couple of bad decisions, yeah. Uh, it's a couple of interceptions, but uh, like the game against Miami earlier in the year, Lamar Jackson played great. The defense collapsed and gave up four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Another, so. another big key though, I don't think uh, Andrews is healthy. Yep, that's, and I don't even know if he's playing. Uh, I don't know for sure if he's playing. Uh, if he don't play. That that's a big difference for Baltimore because he's the definitely. I know he's a tight end, but he's definitely the number yeah, one guy. I, actually, I'm gonna look and see if he's playing real quick, <clears throat> and then I'll give out the odds for this game. But yeah, they have the Bucks as favorites. I don't think game. I don't think he had a catch last week because he got hurt. Ended up getting hurt. He, he didn't yeah, have a catch. I mean he's there. He's 
Lamar Jackson's favorite target, and he's yeah, he's the best target they have right now yeah, by far, especially after getting rid of Hollywood Brown, which didn't make sense to me. Uh, I think they got rid of him be, uh, because he was starting to he was starting to complain about what's he was saying why have the soldiers if you're not going to use them. He was complaining that he wasn't getting the ball enough. I think they I think they <clears> they didn't want to deal with right or wrong. They didn't want to deal with it. That's a, that's a guy that's wanting to get numbers so he can try to get paid. Yeah. Uh, injury report: Mark Andrews is questionable. Uh, wide receiver Bateman, who's his other one of his other favorite targets, is also questionable. Marcus Peters at cornerback is questionable. Marlon Humphrey at cornerback is questionable, and Josh Burns or Bynes at linebacker is questionable for the Bucks. Or no, excuse me, for the Ravens. Uh, for the Bucks on their injury report, you got. Uh, <laughs> Offensive line lineman uh, Gudecki is out. Safety Winfield Jr. is out. Cornerback Murphy Bunning is out. Wide receiver Julio Jones is questionable. And defensive tackle Akeem Hicks is out. <clears throat> Definitely some key injuries for both teams. Um, I, I, if Andrews don't play, uh, and that's a you know that's a if uh, if he don't play, then the Bucks. You might have to give them an edge. If you look at their uh, passing numbers uh, for the season, Lamar Jackson is one twenty-one for one hundred for one ninety-seven for uh, thirteen hundred and ninety-seven yards, thirteen touchdowns and six interceptions. Brady is one hundred ninety-eight for two hundred ninety-six, and that's part of the problem right there. That he's already thrown the ball three hundred times uh, for just under two thousand yards, eight touchdowns <coughs> and one interception. Uh, Rushing yards, the rushing leader for the Ravens is uh, Lamar Jackson with 66 carries for 510 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, for the Bucks, the rushing leader is Fournette. He has 103 carries on the season for 362 yards and a touchdown. Uh, that's one of their problems. They haven't been able to run the ball. They yeah. they got to get back. Uh, again, the season Fournette was running the ball pretty good, but he hasn't. They haven't been one, able to get him going. One thing that did get back, uh, Baltimore. I think they got Gus Edwards back. And uh, he had a couple of touchdowns last game and about 68, 70 yards rushing. And so, that'll help him, yes. especially since they lost uh, J.K. Yes. Dobbins again. Yep. Then uh, receiving, their leading receivers for each team uh, for the Buck, uh, for the Ravens is Mark Andrews, like we just talked about. He has 39 catches <laughs> for 455 yards and five touchdowns on the season. And the leading receiver for the Bucks has been Mike Evans with 33 catches. For 454 yards and three touchdowns. And I don't think there's anybody even close to Andrews on Baltimore's team. I don't think. No, I think Bateman would be the next guy. Yeah, and I think but he's been hurt some as well. So. It's, it's a pretty big discrepancy between the two, I believe. Uh, okay, let me get back over here and I'll uh, give the odds for this game. Uh, the Bucks are one and a half point favorites. They're minus 134 in the money line. The Ravens are plus 114 on the money line. Over under for this game is 46 and a half. <laughs> Uh, I I kind of like the under the forty six and a half on in this game because uh, the Bucks struggled to score points on offense, so I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of points scored by them. And then with the Ravens, it's going to depend on to me how healthy Mark Andrews is for one, and then uh, how good do the Bucks do trying uh, stopping Lamar Jackson from running the ball? If the Bucks let Lamar Jackson run the, run all over them, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, I do like the Ravens to win the game. I, uh, under the forty six and a half, I, I think is I think it's a good a, a good bet as well. Yeah, I 
if I was gonna if I was gonna make a pick, I, I think I would take the Ravens, even though it worries me about Andrews. But you're, um, yeah, I think you're getting good value of getting yeah. a plus one fourteen if yeah. you go on the money line. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Plus money on a team that is four and three against a team that's three and four. But you also do you have to look at it this way too. You also sometimes get a team that gets embarrassed, like the Bucks did last <laughs> week against Carolina. Sometimes that next game they come they come they come out and play, and uh, and play a good game. Tampa Bay does have weapons. I mean, they've got some players on that team, and they've just played terrible. I mean, and we've seen Baltimore's defense look terrible at times. So, I mean, you just don't really. I know, know some people get will get mad and I'll get some hate for it, but Tom Brady finally looks old. He's, he's starting to look old out there. I mean, well, he looks old. And he's got. He don't some, have an offensive line. Got some personal problems and, and some pains, yep. and, and I mean. Human being, so you can't say that that can be affected. No, no, I'm sure that's I mean, affected. I'm sure that people say it's not supposed to, but hey, he's still a human being, so he's got some issues, and that could be a big part of it. Uh, and also, like you said, what sooner or later, follow hey, time's gonna catch up with you. Catch up with it. I mean, he's he's what 45. Nobody, I mean, he's played especially at quarterback. Yeah. Nobody's played as uh, played like that. And like we were talking about me and Jay on the afternoon show, he's playing, he's playing. He, some of the players he's playing with now, he played with their dads. Yep. I mean, that's how, that's how long this dude's been in the league. I mean, he played with Randy Moss. Randy Moss has a son that that's uh, either in the league or could be in the league. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I but I do I like I like the Ravens here. Uh, I just don't think the Bucks' offense is going to be able to score enough points. Uh, I only thing that worries me a little bit is if Andrews, how hurt is Andrews, and then. The Ravens' defense can collapse sometimes. So that worries me a little bit. But at plus money, I, I, I like the Ravens. And I'll, like I said, I think I like the under the 46 and a half because I can see this being like a like a 24 to 20 or something like that, or 24, 15, 14. Or... You know, on paper, the Ravens are a better team uh, right now. Uh, even though they've been a little bit inconsistent, the Tampa Bay the last two or three games have been terrible. So, Yeah. But like I said, sometimes after you get embarrassed like they did, you come out and play better. But yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, NBA, got five NBA games tonight. <clears throat> we'll go through these games. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll go through the games, and I'll give out my picks of the day. Uh, we'll give out our picks of the day here at the end. Uh, first game is the Dallas Mavericks at the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Mavs are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, minus 142 on the money line. The Nets are plus 120 dogs at home. Over-unders at 225. Nets have not looked uh, good. Ben Simmons, there are, everybody's already on him about they won't shoot the ball. Uh, he didn't shoot the ball in the second half at all yesterday. Uh, he only He's only had 21 points through four games. Uh, there was a time he got a pass, and it looked like he could have went up and probably dunked it, and he, Irving had passed it to him. He, he didn't even look at the goal. He just hurried up and passed it out. Uh, I think he's afraid to get fouled. Because uh, he's like three for nine at free throw line this season. I think, he's, and I think I think he's afraid to get fouled. So that's one reason he's not going up with the ball. Uh, when he gets the ball in the paint, it's like he's getting rid of. I, I think he's done, Chris. Uh, I hate it because I, I was a guy that thought he was really going. He was going to come back and be able to help this Nets team just because the way he plays. They, they don't need him as a scorer, but they need him to be a threat to score. If that makes sense, because right now teams are just backing off of him, daring him mm -hmm. to shoot. So he's basically it's five on four on when you have the ball because they're not even worried about playing defense on him. So he has to have a threat to shoot, and he don't have to shoot. The, I'm not even talking about shooting a three pointer. I'm just talking about shoot, going to the rim. He used to be he used to be great at getting to the rim 
And now he won't even go to he won't think, even go to the ring. I think mentally's done. I think the 76ers tried to get him to play because he was healthy enough to play. I think mentally he, he I think he's done. Yeah, I, I, I may hate to say that. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, I think I think he might be done. Uh, but so the Nets got beat last night. I, I like the Mavs. I like what they're doing. Uh, they lost a couple nights ago. Luca had 37 points and they still lost. Uh, I I think they're still figuring a new team out with a couple of the players they brought in. Uh, but I think they're going to be a pretty good team this year. I still don't know if they have. I still don't think they have enough to take uh, the Warriors out. Uh, but I do like I do like the Mavs against the Nets tonight. Uh, then you have the Clippers at the Thunder. Clippers are six and a half point favorites, uh, minus two fifty on the money line on the road. OKC is plus two hundred five underdogs, and the over under for this game is at two seventeen and a half. Uh, you already have, Kawhi Leonard's already sitting out games because of hurt uh, because of a knee. Uh, they had certainly had. Surgery on last season, set out the whole season, and now it's he's already sitting out. I don't think the dude, real, I I don't, I don't think he really wants to play. I mean, he ain't played really for almost three years now, yeah, if you look yeah, at it. Yeah. And uh, I think he, I think he likes the the money he's getting, but I, I don't think he really wants to. I don't think he really cares about playing anymore. Seems uh, that way. I do think the Clippers probably win this game just because they are better, even without Kawhi with Paul George and John Wall. I think they're better than OKC. Uh, six and a half points. I wouldn't give up six and a half just because. I mean, you are missing Kawhi, so that is going to hurt hurt you some. But if Paul George plays like he played last year, Clippers could still be a decent team. But if Paul George and John Wall are going to be able to stay healthy, they've had injury problems as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies out to Sacramento Kings. The Grizzlies are three point favorites. They're minus 154 in the money line. The Kings are plus 130 on the money line at home. And the over-unders for two, is at 236. Uh, I like Memphis in this game. John Morant's been uh, balling. He's, uh, man, he's fun to watch, too. He's one of the more fun players to watch, uh, especially when he's attacking the rim. Uh, but the Kings I've, Kings are doing some stuff trying to get better. Uh, I just don't think they're going to have enough firepower against the Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies have a good, young, solid core. Uh, so, I favor the Grizzlies there at the minus three, or even at, even on the money line at the minus one fifty four. Then you have the Heat against the Warriors. Warriors are at home; they're six point favorites. Uh, they're minus two thirty on the money line. The Heat are plus one ninety. Over under for this game is at two twenty seven. Uh, Warriors got killed the other night by the Suns. Their last game, they it was a close game in the third quarter. <coughs> Clay Thompson ends up ends up getting thrown out for him and Booker. Was having some words. I didn't think Thompson deserved to get thrown out, but that's besides playing gets thrown out. I think the, this will be their first game after that. And like I said earlier, usually when a team gets embarrassed, I think the Warriors will come out tonight on fire. So I like the Warriors over the Heat, even though the Heat did win last. I'm pretty sure he, yeah, Heat won last night. Uh, but I, I think the Warriors uh, are going to come out and try to make a statement after <coughs> after they end up uh, getting it put on them by the Suns a couple of nights ago. Hawks and the Pistons. Uh, the Hawks are uh, six and a half point favorites on the road, minus two eighty on the money line. The Pistons are plus two thirty <coughs> dogs at home. Uh, I took the Pistons yesterday in a parlay, and they they lost. My, actually, my money line par, underdog parlay didn't do good at all yesterday. Uh, my regular my three eight regular picks done pretty good, but we'll talk about those in a minute. But that's all the NBA games for tonight. 
Like I said, you got like five games. Uh, there's a few of them I like, but we'll get to that here in a few minutes. Uh, there's some hockey tonight. I'm sure there's a full slate of hockey. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's quite a few hockey games. <coughs> uh, I don't know a whole lot about hockey. I know uh, Dad gave out a parlay yesterday for hockey that hit. Yep. Uh, tonight you have the Panthers at the Flyers. Panthers are one and a half, uh, minus one and a half on the puck line, minus 210 on the money line. Flyers are plus 172 on the uh, money line at home. So they're home dogs. The uh, Minnesota, you got the Minnesota Wild at the Senators. The Wild are uh, minus 125 on the money line on the road. The Senators are plus 104 at home as home dogs. Detroit Red Wings at the Boston Bruins. Uh, the Bruins are uh, minus 265 on the money line. The Red Wings are uh, plus 210 dogs on the road. Got the Canadians and the Sabres. Sabres are uh, minus 188 on the money line. Canadians are plus 155 uh, dogs on the road. The, you got the St. Louis Blues at the Nashville Predators. The Predators are minus 164 on the money line. The Blues are plus 136. Uh, over under uh, for most of those, well, all those games is at six and a half, except for the Predators and Blues, it's at six. Washington Capitals at the Dallas Stars. <coughs> Stars are uh, minus 125 on the money line. Over under for this game is set at six. The Ed Edmonton War Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. The Oilers are minus 235 favorites on the road, <coughs> as the Blackhawks are plus 190 underdogs at home. Over under is at six and a half. Uh, six and a half. You watch more hockey than I do. It, it, over under six and a half is. Uh, I mean, it. You, you get a lot of games. That's uh, it's that's a thing. I, I like the under a lot of times because you you get a lot of games like uh, three two. You get a lot of games. You get games two, two nothing, one. two nothing, two to one. I mean, you do get some. I mean, you, do, you get some crazy games sometimes. You, you may have, you may take an under six and the team may uh, uh, win five nothing. I mean, you just it just. It just that over would scare me. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. I was thinking if I was going to do one, it'd be the under because yeah. most hockey games, it, I don't watch a lot of it, but it seems like when I see scores come up, yeah. you see like you see a lot of three, two, two, one, one, nothing, two, nothing. Every once in a while, you'll see like a five, four game yeah. or something like that. But I don't think you see them as much as you do the lower scoring games. Uh, Canucks at the Kraken. Uh, the Seattle Kraken are uh, minus 128 on the money line. Well, for example, in that parlay yesterday, uh, the Islanders, which I hit, I had an Islanders money line. They won three nothing. Oilers, I had them on the money line. They won three to one. And I, if I remember right, the Lightning, because I didn't write down the score, but I think they won like uh, four to one in the Ducks uh, over the Ducks. And that was all under six and a half. So. Uh, the Maple Leafs at the Sharks. Maple Leafs are minus two twenty five favorites on the road. And then the last game of the night, you have the Winnipeg Jets against the Kings. And the Kings are minus 156 at home. And the Jets are plus 128 on the road, over under at six. So Vegas don't play tonight, huh? Nope. <clears throat> I, know that's your, I know that's your uh team. Yeah, they're playing pretty good. They're six and two. And then uh some college football. We'll talk a little college football. Yeah, I've got a uh parlay for that. You got yeah, uh, I got a hockey and a college football. Got Louisiana Lafayette against uh, South Missouri. I think is who it is. Let's see. Uh, let's 
or Southern Mississippi. I think it's Southern Mississippi, I think. Okay, Southern Mississippi. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette are uh, two and a half point favorites or minus 134 on the money line. Over under for this game is 42 and a half. Uh, I, li- I like uh, Louisiana Lafayette at the minus two and a half. Uh, then you have Virginia Tech at NC State. <coughs> uh, NC State's 13 and a half point favorites, minus 550 on the money line. Virginia Tech is at plus 400. Uh, I like NC State to win this game. I don't, I don't know if I'll lay the 13 and a half or not. Uh, over-unders at 39 and a half. I just don't know if Virginia Tech's defense will be able to slow down NC State's offense. So, because I watched Virginia Tech one game, and that was the problem they had was uh, their defense a little bit. And then the last game in college football tonight, you got number 14, Utah, uh, Washington State. Utah's a seven point favorite, <coughs> minus 260 on the money line. Washington State's plus 210 on the money line. Over unders at 56 and a half. Uh, I, like you, I like Utah in this game at the minus seven. Uh, I just don't think Washington State's going to be able to score enough points to st- uh, keep up with Utah. Um, I kind of like the under the 56 and a half in that game as well. I just think 56 and a half, I think 56 and a half is a lot of points because I don't think Washington, like I said, Washington State's going to be able to score a lot. Uh, that's all the college football for tonight. Got a couple games tomorrow. We'll uh, we'll talk about them tomorrow. Uh, you said you had uh, some college football? Yeah, I got the, on those three games, I did a parlay. I took Louisiana uh, uh, Lafayette uh, uh, money line at Southern Miss. Uh, I took uh, Virginia Tech plus the 13 and, a, uh, 13 and a half at North Carolina State, and I'm taking Utah minus the seven against Washington State at Washington State. A $10 bet would be worth uh, $71.80. Okay. And uh, he did hit a parlay on hockey yesterday. Uh, my picks yesterday in the NBA, I went two and one. I gave out three picks last night. The only one I lost was the 76ers. I had them minus two. They lost. But I had the Nuggets minus five, that hit, and the Heat minus three hit. Uh, my money line underdog parlay did not do didn't do very good at all. But uh, so I was two and one last night in my NBA picks. Uh, in college football, I have uh, Utah minus seven and uh, Louisiana Lafayette minus the two and a half. Or the uh, two college football picks <coughs> I'm, I'm gonna give out for tonight. Uh, you say you had hockey? Yep, I got a hockey uh, parlay. I got the Montreal Canadiens at the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, I'm going to take the Sabres to win money line. And I've got the Minnesota, Minnesota Wild at the Ottawa Senators. I'm going to take the Minnesota Wild money line. And then I've got the Edmonton Oilers at the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm going to take the Oilers uh, money line uh, to win. And that's a $10 bet would be worth $58.80. Or $58.80 excuse me. All right. Then the NBA, I have the Grizzlies minus three. Uh, tonight over the Sacramento Kings, the Warriors minus six over the Miami Heat, and the Dallas Mavericks minus two and a half over the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I think the I know the Warrior the Heat won last night, but you're, the Warriors are playing the Heat on a back to back. Warriors had last night off. The night before they <coughs> they, they got embarrassed in uh, Phoenix, so I, I think the Warriors will come out tonight and really play hard. So I like the Warriors there. Grizzlies, I think, are just too much for the Kings. The Kings are still a little bit of a young team finding their way. And then the Brooklyn Nets have still looked – they've been looking lost. Uh, they haven't figured out what role Ben Simmons is going to play with them. Uh, so I, I like the Mavs there at the uh, minus two and a half. 
And then the NFL tonight, I like the Baltimore Ravens on the money line. You're getting that at plus at plus money, which is get you're getting that plus one fourteen on the money line. So you're getting good value there with the with the Ravens. Uh so that'd be my pick for the NFL. Real real quick, uh I wanted to take a look at a couple of these NFL odds real quick before we get out of here. Because we we were talking about the Colts game, uh, they got the Colts as three point favorites uh, still, even at home, minus one forty eight in the money line. Over under for this game is at thirty nine and a half, uh, which they're, so they're expecting a low scoring game, which very could be with the Commanders' offense. The Colts have pretty good defense, and who knows what our offense is going to look like because we're starting a basically a rookie quarterback, uh, and Sam Ellinger. Washington is plus 126 on the money line. Uh, if you take the plus three, you're going to have minus 115. So, yeah, what we were talking about earlier, if you take it on the money line, it's going to be – it would be worth more. Uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping with the Colts that maybe, maybe we'll, we'll start running the ball uh, a little more, get away from throwing the ball 55, 60 times. Because if Reich has Sam Ellinger – and I like Ellinger. I think Ellinger – I'm not saying he's going to answer, but I think he I think he could be a decent quarterback. I really do. I watched him play in Texas a lot. But he if you bring him in this game and have him throw 55 times his first game, it's going to look ugly. It's, I mean, it's just you know, going to. You know, I mean, I know if you look – for people looking outside, they don't follow the Colts a lot. And they see the stat line for uh, Ryan and the fumbles and the interceptions. People are going to say it's all his fault and all that, and I understand that. But two guys that follow the Colts quite a bit, um, just like I read an interview, uh, seen an interview with the head coach, and he apologized to Ryan. Said, I, yeah. "We promised you a top line offense, offensive line, and promised you the best running game of football, and mm-hmm. didn't deliver didn't deliver either one of those two at, at this point. And and then he gets tuck you know tuck out. So, um, oh and." As it came out, as it more comes out about it, we were right. Yeah, it wasn't a coach's decision. <laughs> they had a meeting. From what I hear, there was a meeting between Ballard, Jim Ursay, and Frank Reich. And Ursay Ur- basically, I guess, told him he wanted Ellinger. Uh, it, yeah, it was time I, to move on. Yeah, I'm I'm on both I'm on both sides. I, I I I think to a certain degree, I think it's now if Ryan's hurt now, okay. But if, if Ryan wasn't hurt. I think it's too soon to move on. That's my opinion. But by the same token, I I don't I'm you know I split fifty fifty because Ryan's not going to be the answer for very long. So yeah, I understand Ursay's point. He's like, hey, we need to find a quarterback. Let's see what we have here. And he what he's looking is okay. If Ellinger comes in and things change, great. We found our we we might have found our guy. Yeah. If he comes in and he's not the guy, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? We're going to get a high draft pick next year and. And, no. and maybe be able to get a quarterback. Maybe. I mean, you can, you can, you can go eight and eight, and you're going to be middle of the road. Yeah, so. but, I mean, maybe. Well, I mean, if Ellinger's real bad, we might not. We might finish way worse than that. So Yeah, the, the, the problem is we're going to hit the tougher part of the schedule he's going to hit. And yeah. then also, uh, we've already lost twice to Tennessee, which is going to make it tough to win the division. And I don't know how we're going to fit. Right now, we're not in terrible shape for a wild card because a lot of the other yeah. divisions have been just but going crazy. Now, say so. we only win two more games this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say we don't win anyone. Yeah. I mean, you, you just never you, know. You don't know what you what you. Don't getting. get me wrong. I hope I, I hope we win because I want to see the Colts in the playoffs. I think we have talent on the team. Uh, 
I don't know if Ellinger, Ellinger is going to be the right guy, but it wasn't working with Matt Ryan. What, what's the but best? it wasn't all Matt Ryan's fault what, either. Let's say Ellinger comes in and plays really well. What's the best case scenario? What, what do you think the record could be? I haven't looked at the whole schedule, but. What we play now, uh, 17 games? Yeah, we're 3-3-1. 3-3-1 three, three and one. Three, three and one right now. So best case scenario, I would think win six or seven games. More game. I mean, best case. I'm talking about maybe being nine and eight, ten and seven. I was gonna say maybe like ten and seven. Yeah, ten and seven, maybe eleven and six, somewhere around there. Yeah, because he's got so he's got ten games left. If he goes seven or three, I would consider that would be really, really successful. What yeah. do you think? Oh, Especially yeah. with the schedule, because they've got a tougher schedule coming up uh on the back end. So uh that would be I think if he goes seven and three. I would say he would probably earn himself as oh yeah the starting quarterback next year. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. If he goes seven to three, I think they would at least give him a shot. At least start out with him next year and give him a shot. I'm not saying they wouldn't go out. And, I'm not saying they wouldn't go out and try to maybe move up and get a draft. Yeah. I'm not saying they wouldn't do that, but they got to do, do something. Cause we have a good defense. Our defense has played their ass off this year. Really, there's only been like one game that one, first Jacksonville game they didn't play very good. Uh, they played real soft. Didn't play very good. Uh, Last week I didn't see a lot of the game, didn't see the game, so I don't. But last week they got they dug Matt Ryan throwing a pick six, kind of dug him in a hole. Two interceptions there, oh, real yeah. quick. Yeah, but the other thing, Chris is everybody says, "Oh yeah, we gotta get a number one pick." Ain't no guarantee. No. Oh no. Look how many number one picks that don't pan out, quarterback and other. Honestly, positions. I'd rather have like the third or fourth pick because Bryce that Bryce Young's probably gonna be the first pick. I'm not sold on him. I like honestly. I like that Tennessee. Well, court, well, I like the Tennessee quarterback better. What was Fields? And, and I mean, who knows what? I mean, we don't know yet if Fields is going to yeah. pan out. I think Fields could be good if they get some guys around him. I do, but you never know. <coughs> but all the quarterbacks are coming out. I like that Hooker from Tennessee. That's that's the guy I like. If the Colts was going to go after a young guy, I'd like to see maybe move up and try to get him. But I'm not sold on that guy from Alabama. I wasn't sold on two either. What one thing that Ellinger has, because I watch a lot of Texas, the, yeah, the couple of years, and I he he can, he, he can run, he, he can yeah. run, he's mobile. Other thing about him, he is tough. Yep, he, he's he's a tough guy. So mentality wise and everything, maybe that's one thing that's missing because I don't think Wentz was tough. I'm not saying that that Ryan's not tough, but we also getting him in the back end of his career too. Yep. And honestly, Ryan hasn't been the same since that Super Bowl loss. Uh, and this isn't all Ryan's fault with the no. Colts. I'm not saying it no, is. No. He he didn't play great, but offensive line didn't help him at all. There was he he was getting killed. Uh, we didn't have a run game partly because Taylor got hurt, and partly because we're not handing the ball off to him. We were we have Ryan back there throwing 55, 60 times. That's not that's not the formula to win. No, right. Taylor ran the ball ten times last game, averaged five point eight yards per carry. You wasn't way behind in the game. Yeah. Why aren't you running the football more? That that's on the coaching yeah. staff. That that is. Uh, that's not Ryan's fault. I you know I mean it wasn't like we was down. Well, that's where I go goes back to my thing that Frank Reich. He he act, he runs the team like he's the coordinator instead of the head coach. Because if if there's a head coach there, he's going to be telling the offensive court, hey, we need to run the ball. But he's the guy. You know what I mean? He yeah. is the head coach, so he. He gets some he, and he gets pass happy sometimes, yeah. and he, he's done it not just this year. He's done it in the past too. <coughs> I mean, we've seen uh, where Taylor would run the ball two or three great runs, and you might not see him the rest of that series. We've got 
four. Well, we got one great running back. Hines, uh, you know, I don't know if he's a, I don't know if he's a four down quarterback, a uh, running back, but he's a, he's a good, yeah, he's talented. talented running back. He's talented. He's got skills. And then you have Lindsey and, and the rookie Jackson. We've got four pretty good yeah. running backs, and we should be really using those running backs. I, I really like that that rookie Jackson. He runs the ball hard. He breaks tackles. Yes. He can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. I still think that's something we need to do more is get is uh, throw the ball to our running backs, especially for offensive line. Is it? That's almost like another run well, play. We did that last game, but there were such short little passes because we didn't have any choice. Yeah. Uh, Jack uh, or uh, Taylor caught seven passes, but it was only for twenty three yards. Yeah. Well, wasn't that, nothing to get in space. It was dump well, off. They, so yeah. Well, choice. they never they never like do a screen. You see a lot of these teams do screen plays and kill people with them. We don't. When do we do a screen pass? I've seen the Colts get killed with a screen several times. And well, especially when you're, if you don't have a great offensive line, they're going to be rushing you. That you can set that screen up some, and then that back, <coughs> that backs the backs the pass rush off some. We don't do that. It's just I don't know. But hopefully, like I said, hopefully Ellinger can come in and maybe add a spark. I know that's what they're hoping. Uh, it's going to be interesting Sunday to see. I'm I'm actually looking for looking forward to it just because I want to see it. I watched. Ellinger, like you did a lot in college, and he's he's a talented guy. Yeah. I know everybody, all the reports on him. We've heard great, you hear great things about him coming out of Indianapolis uh, from some of the guys that cover the Colts. But and he looked pretty good in preseason. But we'll see what. But that's preseason. It's going to be his first first time ever playing in regular season. The Buccaneers just came across. So they got seven guys out and still one questionable, Julio Jones, and they're and they're favorites. It don't it don't make sense yeah. to me. So, but uh, real quick, we'll go. I'll re, we'll recap our pick, uh, picks before we get out of here. Uh, NFL, I like the Ravens on the money line. NBA, I got the Grizzlies minus three, the Warriors minus six, and the Dallas Mavericks minus two and a half. And then in college football, <coughs> I got I like Utah minus seven, and uh, Louisiana Lafayette minus two and a half. And then I know Dad had a, a college football parlay and a hockey parlay. His hockey parlay hit last night, so that might be a good option for you. Yeah, my uh, college football one is Virginia Tech plus 13.5 at North Carolina State. Then I have uh, University of uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Southern Miss. I'm taking the Lafayette uh, win money line. And then I've got Utah minus seven at Washington State. And a $10 bet's worth seventy-one eighty. Then I have the Montreal Canadiens at the Buffalo Sabres. i got the Sabres money line to win. I've got the Minnesota, Minnesota Wild uh, money line to win at the Ottawa Senators. And then I have the Edmond Oilers uh, money line win at the Chicago Black, Blackhawks. Uh, $10 uh, bet is worth fifty eight eighty. All right. Appreciate everybody. <clears throat> we appreciate everybody watching. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern with another episode. Well, between 3 and 3.30, somewhere right around there. It depends on <coughs> the, uh, how long the afternoon show lasts sometimes. Uh uh, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Gonzo Sports Room. Like and follow us on Facebook, Twitch uh, at Gonzo Sports Room. Also hit the you uh, hit that subscribe button for the All Sports All Plays Network on YouTube. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, all that stuff as well. Uh, for the Gonzo Sports Room stuff, I post all of our information on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter uh, about our shows. So make sure uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, please leave a review on our Facebook page. I'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, tonight at 8 p.m., we have big interview with Blake Money, pro wrestler Blake Money, right? Uh, he has a big weekend coming up this oh, yeah, weekend. weekend. As to, uh, tomorrow night, he has a first blood match with uh, Vinny Vachetti, who was just on our show last yes, week. Yes. Uh, that, that That's going to be 
that's going to be awesome. And then if that's not a big match, then Saturday night he gets uh, he has former WWE uh, wrestler uh, Heath, uh, Heath Slater. He's signed with Impact Wrestling right now. Yes, yeah, with Impact Wrestling right now. So that's going to be a big match for him. And he's going to talk about some some of his other stuff he has coming I up. Think, actually, I think Heath Slater's a tag team champion in Impact with Rhino. I believe they're the new tag team champions. Just won it uh, here recently. So, a uh, hey, Blake Wright is a he's a upcoming guy, real talented, real talented. Uh, great on the mic. I, I think he I think he has the potential to go along go a long way in the business. Uh, so make sure you join us tonight for that. He's going to talk about them matches and some other stuff he has coming up. Uh, if you missed our interview last night, go check it out with the uh, Goose and Rooster, the Dirty Birds. Yeah. It was a it was a fun <coughs> fun time. It's always a fun time when we have them guys on. Uh, they they called out the Bulletproof Posse for a match here in November. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Uh, and Vinny Vachetti, we done last week. Go check that one out. That was great. I'm looking forward to part two of, of that with Vinny. Yeah, that's a big match for Vinny this, you know, this Friday night also. Yeah. And he's got a, a big show coming up in Colorado uh, coming up here. Yep. In just uh, Next week. Next week. And I think him November and, 5th. Yep, him and uh, – Ladies, man, Mike King are both going to be down there in Colorado. We wish both them uh, luck down there. And then uh, tomorrow night, if you're looking for something to do on a Friday night, if you're around the Indianapolis area, go check out WCWO uh, Wrestling, 1151 uh, Kentucky Avenue, uh, right there by downtown Indianapolis. Uh, they, like they say, it's the best $12 you'll ever spend. It's about a 100-seat arena. Not a bad seat in the place. Uh, you'll love the show. They've got a great concession stand. They deliver the you order the food and they deliver the food to you. Yeah, it's outstanding. So definitely check out WCWO. Oh yeah, it's a, it's it's great. We love going down there and they're going. They got a big a big card plan for tomorrow night because this is like their uh, end of the month show is almost like their pay per view show kind of. It's a blowout show. Yeah, they run shows every every week. Every, every Friday, Friday night. night uh, Starts. Uh, seven thirty. Yeah, seven thirty. Doors open. I think six thirty. Yeah, about uh, time at seven thirty. Twelve dollars. And like I said, front row or wherever you sit, it's all twelve dollars. First come, first serve. Uh, like you said, the best twelve dollars you'll spend. Oh yeah, it's it's an outstanding place to go watch wrestling. Oh yeah, I would recommend anybody go there uh, to watch. No, you can't go to a movie for twelve dollars yeah. anymore, and and you're gonna have two and a half hours of entertain, two and a half three hours of entertainment there. They're usually done what, around nine thirty or ten, so about two and a half hours of uh, entertainment. Good, uh, good concessions and and reasonable concessions yes. too. I mean, it ain't like you going to the movie and paying seven dollars for a hot no, dog. You can pay like a dollar for a drink, a couple dollars for a hot dog, oh, something like they that. Have, they have bread and tenderloins. Yeah. They have a little bit. Of they everything. have all kinds of stuff. French there. fries, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, and then uh, I'll be putting stuff out. But I think we're gonna do a live watch along Saturday for UFC, and then for the uh, Jake Paul and uh, Anderson Silva. <coughs> yeah, Anderson Silva fight. Uh, so. Keep an eye out for that. But we appreciate everybody watching. Like I said, please hit that subscribe button. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Easy Money, a sports budding show. Uh, everybody have a gr uh, great Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. We're making a place. We're talking the game, get you to the days. We're hiding the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All presentation, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, they're working your faces. Grace at the field, so type the laces. All sports, all plays. Yeah.